This week on The Bitchin' Boutique, going deep on dirty talk, mainly how not to do it, tasting cat food, maintaining your butthole, taking care of your feet, and a pseudo-hippie chick trying way too hard. And again, you gotta stay till after the credits, because there's a fashion trend from the 90s we thought was really stupid. targeted ads and Mm -hmm. whatever you know so like really weird things will cross your path because you had the nerve to search for something weird once or whatever you know and then sometimes things will like on well so you're not on twitter you know we are on twitter with the account but it's me but uh you know sometimes like I follow someone and they follow someone and that person posts something weird and this, the person I'm following thought it was funny or whatever and then they share it and then it ends up in my feed. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where you find some of the best stuff. It's like fr- from people you don't even know. But sometimes it's, what the fuck? You know, sometimes it's really, <laughs> it's really weird things. And the other day, oh my God. So, I don't even know what this website is. It was like, it doesn't even matter. But it's one of those, you know, things for women. You know, how to how to give a better blowjob or whatever. You know, just all this, oh, oh you God. should be better. You're not good enough at being, you're not good enough at being yourself. So, here's all these tips. And this one, okay. Oh, my God. Seven tips to improve your sexy banter. Oh, God. I mean, already sexy banter. Okay. Okay. I mean, not dirty talk, not phone sex or whatever. Do people have phone sex? Which to me is translating to seven ways to make your boyfriend or husband laugh and say, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so t- anyway, I, mean, I, I, I haven't even say, heard it yet, but yeah. that's where my mind went. Well, and I, and I do want to, before I go into this, I want to make it clear to anyone who's listening, you're not going to you're not going to learn anything from this. <laughs> no one's learning anything from this. And the reason is there's nothing in this. None of the none of the seven things are things that the average person wouldn't be like, "Well, god, if I I really feel like I should talk dirtier, what are some things I could do to get better at that?" There's no way you wouldn't come up with this shit, except that the examples and shit that they give are way stupider than anything you would think. Okay. (laughs) For example, number one, start slow. Like if you're, if you're new to sexy talk, start slowly, send a text or two. Try using just one or two prepared lines while you kiss your partner. Although this is, this, this grossed me out. Uh, when they're talking about like maybe being a little vocal during sex, like 
saying ooh, like making any sound at all while having sex. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, if you can't do that. But the example they give, if you're normally quiet, try a few, a few oohs and yums. No, who says yum? Oh my God. Who says yum? I, oh my God, don't ever say yum. I mean, you oh know. Oh my God, if I was having sex with somebody and they said, yeah, and they said yum. Get the fuck out. I would lose all arousal and keep, kick them out of bed. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, really stupid. And then, you know, and then the next one, customize your dirty talk. And they literally, like, just like physical sex acts, everyone has preferences and specific things, which are turn ons and turn offs. Think about what they might want to hear and then maybe try that. Oh, really? What a great idea. No one would have ever thought right. of that. <laughs> but here's but here's the examples. Is your partner one for direct communication who enjoys powerful verbs? Ooh, powerful verbs. <laughs> Use that type of communication in sexy talk. Ooh, give me that powerful dick! Exclamation point. <laughs> or eat my ass. You know, yeah. declarative sentences. Use declarative sentences, people. And that's good. Well, yeah, and that's good person. advice. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh, God, this makes... I may have to throw up while I read this. Okay. Uh, Is your partner more drawn to flowery language, metaphors, and similes? I don't know. Is, is he into similes? Uh, try a more poetic approach. I want to inhale the scent of your sweet garden. Oh, God. Your nipples remind me of Turkish delight. I want to taste their sweetness on my tongue. No. (laughs) No. No. Does your partner enjoy a bit of comedy and falls in the geek nerd spectrum? Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh. Try incorporating some pop culture or comic book references in your dirty talk. (laughs) Now... My favorite thing about this is that the person who wrote it thinks they're saying something uh-huh. that, like, a geeky person would respond well to. But honestly, well, you'll know what a geeky person would say. I need your X-Wing fighter into my exhaust port. I want to feel you go deep until I explode. Oh, my God. In my exhaust port? You want your X-Wing fighter... What? Well, maybe she maybe what? she wants she's taught that's a metaphor for she wants it up the back door. But why would an X-wing <laughs> fighter ever go into an exhaust port? If she's if they're talking about the Death Star, I mean, we're talking about nerds here. <laughs> nerds don't get this wrong. I know cuz again, for a nerd, it would be like the yum for me. The analyzing oh. the nerdy wrongness of that would totally ruin the arousal. <laughs> like, he would literally look at you and go, actually. Right. Would, I mean, like, you don't want the word actually to come up in your pillow talk, you know? <laughs> actually, Deirdre. Oh, God. Practice talking dirty. Really? What a great idea. And they're talking about, like, while you're driving alone or in your shower, practice saying things you might feel a bit awkward saying to a partner. I mean, I honestly, I might be able to say a few things here. Like, who knows what's going to come out of my mouth Uh. in the next hour or so. But, oh my, if I'm, like, driving in the car, it's like, what? 
what 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 am I gonna say that I'm not gonna wreck my car from laughing so oh, hard I know. or fall in the shower? Oh God! Okay, oh, improve your vocabulary. I'll come back to this one a little bit later because uh, this has this has links to sexy thesaurus and shit oh, like God. that. Oh God! Huge list of sex-related terms, which, by the way, that was not. Sexy talk. It was educational. Did you know that acuculophilia is the fetish for circumcised penises? Oh. Did you, Penny, did you know that you're an acuculophilia? I was just going to say I have that. <laughs> you totally have acuculophilia. I will have to tell my therapist all about it. <laughs> Although, honestly, well, I don't know. Maybe it's considered a fetish. Because I always thought of a fetish as having, like, a sexual need to have, like, the presence of something that's not already involved in sex. Like a shoe. But I guess having a certain kind of penis would be... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they changed the definition of fetish when I was in college. (laughs) You know, there's lots of new vocabulary words out there. Read sexy stuff. Reading erotica, whether it is books, blog entries, fan fiction, or Uh. magazines, reading erotic content helps us get a sense of how language can be used to be sexy. Or it can make you laugh your ass off. Well, and that's more likely. And know exactly what not to say. For example, ooh, I want that ranch dressing. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) What was the other one in the story about ranch dressing? Was it, um, oh, dick yogurt. Oh, yeah. It was dick yogurt. (laughs) I mean, you know, that guy just, or whoever it was writing that had just like a wall of post-it notes and they just were trying to use them all. Oh, okay. Here's an example of something they said that you, that is bad, but it's like, how is it any worse than what they're already saying? Keep in mind, a man trying to sound sexy once said to me, he Wanted to fuck every hole. He couldn't wait to fuck my right nostril. (laughs) And then they said, um, what? It's like, okay, yeah, that's stupid, but so is that X-Wing thing. But that's more men. That is how men talk. Oh, well, there's there's an entire Twitter account called Men Write Women. Mm -hmm. And it's all like men write, like usually like detective novels and shit where, and then some woman walks down a flight of stairs and, you know, Maxine bounced boobily, you know, she she breasted boobily on the boobily boobs, you know, because they, like, they just don't, or like, you know, oh, her boobs smiled at me, or whatever. And it's just like, what? That's so gross. The following is brought to you courtesy of the No Phony Podcast Network, home of independent awesomeness. of this fantastic show. My name is Melissa, and I am the host of the Brook Reading Podcast. Each week, I read and review a book from all across the genres and provide you with summaries, 
author information, movie adaptations, and relevance in history and society. I also meet and interview new authors and review their works as well. Many times, though, I go off on tangents, make up a brand new segment, or rant about something that's currently pissing me off. <laughs> you can listen to Brook Reading on all of the podcatchers, and don't forget to visit www.brookreadingpodcast.com for expanded information, as well as all of the social medias. The Brook Reading Podcast is a proud member of the No Phony Podcast Network. <laughs> Telling jokes, using sexy talk is heavily dependent on timing. Injecting it at the wrong time can kill a move or seem off-putting. Much like dicks. You know, uh, used at the right time, sexy talk can amplify what is going on physically and emotionally. Oh my god! Okay, this one did not jump out at me before. Uh, If they're coming home on public transit... Hitting them up with a, I can't wait to see you tonight and slowly remove your boxer shorts with my teeth. Can give a nice sexy twinge to help. Oh, that's, a po- that's a possibility. Or it could but cause a problem. the rest of it, no. I mean, sure. But, but okay, you could, saying that in a text is very different than saying, come on over here. I want to remove your boxer shorts with my teeth. Oh, yeah, that's totally, yeah, that's something you would only text or write. Yes, absolutely. Oh, God. And here, finally, their final tip, be genuine. So Uh, you've done all these other things where you've tried to be someone you're not, basically, and put on all this fake shit because it's really not you to talk this way. Many people find incorporating a compliment with sexy talk to be very effective. Oh, Oh, really? Compliment them? What a great idea. Something like, ooh, I love the way your dick fills me up. Or I, I, the, the, it's the exclamation points that, I, that really I See, that really and that's good too because men love hearing about their dicks. Oh, absolutely. And that's really all they care about when it comes to sex. And here's one that I realize they think women want to hear this, but because I know how women think, your pussy smells so good. Okay, don't don't mention how your pussy smells because <laughs> if you sound even the tiniest hint surprised, it's like what oh what like now it smells good like it usually doesn't smell good or you're just saying that because you think I want to hear it. Let's not talk about what my pussy smells like. It can be both sexy and a compliment, or it could be really really stupid. But then, many of us are very sensitive about our bodies, especially when it comes to intimacy and sex. This means we tend to be on high alert for bullshit when people mention our bodies in relationship to our physical self. If it's not, you know, it's got to be genuine. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that this is the last paragraph in this article. This article is so bad that this is how it ends. For example, I have arthritis in my hands. My hand job game is not the best part of my sexy repertoire. (laughs) It's closer to rolling a log out of Play-Doh than anything sexy. Oh, God. Don't ever give a handjob, lady. If my partner tried to compliment me on my handjob as I'm squishing his bits, it would not come off as as sexy but inauthentic. This would detract from our sexy time. When you go to compliment a partner with sexy talk, be sure you mean it. Don't ever touch anyone's dick ever. If your move is to make two flat paddles with your hand and, and go right like you're like you're rolling dough
Oh my god, that's disgusting. <laughs> Ow. I mean, you have a dick. Yes. You don't want that. I, say, I can't I can't imagine even if it's gentle that that's not the move you want. As a man who's been with hundreds of men, uh-huh. And who all of my friends have either been women or straight men. And I talk about Oh, pretty much, yeah. Sex a lot with my friends. That's just how it is, right. you know. Because it's fun. <laughs> I guarantee you. It's actually kind of amazing that this that our show isn't almost always about it. Oh, I know. As much as you and I talk about it, honestly. But it's weird because <laughs> men, they want to hear about their dick. They don't want to hear anything flowery. They don't want to hear anything sensitive. They don't want any anything sensual. They want it straight to the point. They want to hear, I want you to fuck my tits and come all over my throat. Yeah, they they want it to be immediate. Yeah. They want it to be a reaction to something like you didn't even think about it. Like, oh, like this is your immediate honest yeah, reaction to something. Yeah, they want to hear, I want your enormous cock in my pussy. They want to hear, I want you to come in my ass. They do, that's what men want to hear. Right. They do not want anything flowery or nice or romantic or, or sensual. They want it crass and they want it about their dick. And if the really thing, if you really, really like some guy and you're really, really insecure, ladies, I'm going to tell you this is your, this is the key. You just whisper to him, I want you to come in my mouth. And I guarantee you that guy's, that guy is yours. And, and probably for the next 20 seconds. But still. Yeah. But I'm telling you, guys <laughs> don't want to hear this bullshit. Guys oh want God. it crass. They want you to say, fuck those tits. That, and it's the truth. Oh, my God. If you want all that sensual, metaphoric, sensitive shit, become a lesbian. Uh, I can't. I honestly can't even. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Lesbians, let us know. <laughs> Do you guys talk like that? Oh, I mean, all the flowery? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Would a lesbian say, I I want an X-Wing in my exhaust port? I mean, I guess if you actually bought an X-Wing. But I think like sort of that sort of <laughs> advice is, is for like, you know, either, you know, Christian college girls who... Are thinking about think they taking off their purity rings and wondering how to do it. Like they have absolutely no idea and they've never done yeah, it. Yeah, or like, you know, housewives that read Fabio novels that haven't had sex with their husband more than twice in the past 10 years. That That's what those articles are written for those people, not for people with actual active sex lives. <laughs> oh my God. And truly, it's like, I mean. And, oh, I, I will say, I will say this. If you are someone who absolutely can't say it and you're being told, I really, really need you to say it, I don't think you're compatible. Because how can, because, I mean, as someone who has a lot of anxiety, if I suddenly had to literally perform by doing like some fucking soliloquy about your goddamn dick, it's like... I don't think I can have sex with you. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, that's not about it. But if you're using verbiage to try to heighten the arousal, that crass sort of stuff, men love that. But, I mean, you should be able to do it in, like, one, you know, one phrase. Like, very, you know, 
Ugh, make furious zug zug. Yeah. You know, it's like you should be able to just blurt something out and that should be plenty. Or, you know, do this, do that, whatever, you know, whatever you want done to you. Just, you know, say it. Actually yeah, say it I out loud. Say, I do have straight friends who the thing that would turn them on the most would just for some woman to be like really aggressive and shove his head down there and say, eat my pussy, bitch. And I got male friends that would be so turned on by that. <laughs> and I mean, the, well, the number one thing women can do is figure out what you like. And actually, if they're not doing it, like if they, because whatever he's doing down there, if you moan and make all and move around like it feels good, he's going to keep doing it. So don't do that unless he's doing what you want. Mm-hmm. Because he's not going to understand when you don't get there, when you were making a racket for twenty minutes because you because you wanted to pretend like you were in porn. Yeah, because men are they turn into they're on a mission. I will say that they are literally moralist, bestial animals when our dicks are hard, and yep. we re- that's what we respond to. And I know that I've talked to people, and I've been guilty of this too. It's like, you know, you're ever with somebody. And you want to make sure they come first, because if you come first, you're going to lose all interest because you're you're I, not really wanting to go there anyway. <laughs> or, in, or, in some ca- or in some cases, it's like, I, I'm sorry, honey, you're too good. I'm fucking exhausted. Yeah. I couldn't possibly do one more thing. Well, yeah, or there's yes, that there's too. That. Yeah, so like men turn into animals when they're aroused, and that's the shit that men want to hear. Yeah. And you need to be direct. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, this, this shit about, you know, using pop culture references or something. Oh, no, if you want to turn a guy on, talk about his dick. You're going to confuse him. Talk about his dick, your pussy, or your tits. That will turn him on. You know, don't say, you know, I want you to pollinate my, my spring flower. Yeah, that's just. It's going to make him laugh. Don't make him think about it. Don't make him have to figure out what the hell you're saying for god's sake he has no blood in his brain right now you know he just wants you know hand signals would work pointing pointing you know, helps. be the hummingbird <laughs> to my feeder <laughs> oh my god there's just so many weird animal analogies so gross and i when we were talking oh about god. the uh the Star Wars thing, my, my mind went to uh, Verity Noslin. Why? Oh, no. And of all of her, the, her weird fanish things. Oh, God. And I was just talking and thinking about, like, you know, do it to me, Jer. <laughs> oh, God. Or she could really talk about, you know, when she did zig. <laughs> Oh God. See, people don't know what we're talking about. I know, but they know it's stupid. <laughs> I know it's stupid. Just real fast. I, I can't I can't go away from it without without quickly making a footnote. Okay. Jer is Jerry from Fright Night. Yes. The Chris Sarandon character from Fright Night. And Verity was very into him. But she always called him Jer because she abbreviates things for absolute no reason. And did Zig is one time for a convention costume, like a masquerade costume contest, she she dressed as Ziggy Stardust. Only 
she because she's so utterly non-sexual and can't fake it to begin with imagine an awkward middle-aged woman <laughs> a blob a blobby <laughs> middle-aged woman w- sort of dressed like Ziggy Stardust and then just sort of walking and not actually really doing anything that made any sense. And God bless her. So, bless her heart. She got air horned off the stage. Uh, <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? I wasn't there. It actually makes me a little sad. I I wish I could have seen that. But I, I've seen it in my mind. You know, and Von Lichtenstein, <laughs> Von Lichtenstein was there. Von Lichtenstein was dressed like Mick Ronson, the guitarist. Was she on stage with her? Oh, yeah. Oh. And Von Lichtenstein was pissed. Yeah, because she put all that work into probably what I can imagine, because she was really good at yeah. that shit, was probably a really epic yeah. Mick Ronson costume, and it just became pointless, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, sad. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> the Year of Self-Care. The feet are the hands that touch the earth. I know, sounds pretty woo-woo, but think about it. Think about us as primates, the old and new world monkeys, the great apes. They've all basically got four hands. As humans began to walk upright, the pair of hands towards the tail end of our bodies became our feet. And even though they look different, the structure is still very similar. By the way, ever look at the structure of a bat's wing? Did you know their wings are basically hands with webbed fingers? Anyway, our feet are perfectly made to support the weight of our bodies. They allow us to take long strides rolling from heel to toe, one foot to the other, in a smooth motion. It's really astonishing from an engineering standpoint. You should look it up. And by the way, that's how you should be walking and running every time, rolling from heel to toe. It's why your foot is shaped the way it is. Use it correctly. But there's another thing I want you to remember about our feet. The skin on your feet has the same number and types of nerve endings as the skin on your hands. Think about that. How delicate and sensitive your hands are. Your fingertips. Think about what information about the world your hands give you. And now remember that our feet were once just like our hands. All that sensitivity is there. All those receptors are there. Now imagine keeping your hands in tight boxes all day every day with your fingers shoved together. That's what a shoe is. Sure, it protects your foot from the elements, but it doesn't allow your foot to do what it was designed to do the way it was designed to do. So let your feet free as often as you can. Barefoot is absolutely the best way to be. Your feet are awesome. They work hard for you. They take care of you, and you need to take care of them. Consider this another mindfulness practice while you're at it. When you're doing your nightly foot care, Be present. Give them the attention they deserve. 
If anything's going wrong with your feet, you want to catch it early before it becomes a bigger problem. Having your feet out of commission can really screw up your life. So, check your feet daily for cuts, sores, swelling, and infected toenails. Daily. Give them a good cleaning with warm water, but avoid soaking them because that may dry them out over time. If you aren't showering that day, a warm, wet washcloth can do the trick. Moisturize them every day, but don't put moisturizer in between your toes. You want to keep the skin in there dry to prevent a yeast infection, especially if you wear shoes all the time. Avoid wearing tight-fitting shoes or shoes with crappy arch support. Your shoes shouldn't hurt your feet, ever. And don't wear the same pair every day. Your favorite sandals are awfully cute, but wearing them every day for the entire summer is a one-way trip to plantar fasciitis town. If you don't know what that is, you're going to hate finding out by getting it. Pitney and I have both had it. It sucks. Are your feet tired? Have a couple of tennis balls, or even the kind of small tennis balls they make for little dogs, around the house. While you're sitting in a chair, put the balls under the arches of your feet and roll them around. It's like the best foot massage ever. And another trick for tired feet? Spread your toes for a little while every night. They make toeless socks with fabric to tuck in between them and flexible gel thingies too. If you're not sure you can quite do that, start with those foam things they use in pedicures to hold your toes apart while they paint your nails. Relaxing your feet while the toes are spread apart is amazing especially if you insist on wearing tight shoes. You want bunions? Refusing to take care of your feet is how you get bunions. Trim your toenails straight across with a nail clipper. Then use an emery board or a nail file to smooth those corners, which will prevent the nail from growing into your skin. Cutting those corners diagonally gives you ingrown toenails. And if you've ever had to deal with one of those, you should be happy to learn how to never get one again. And if you're already thinking your feet are just too far gone for all this, get a pedicure as soon as you can and start fresh. Do what you can until then. Your feet will thank you. And yes, I do have a pair of those five-finger shoes with the separated toes. Thanks for asking. skipped the uh, number four improve your vocabulary they linked to numerous websites one of which appeared to be mostly because i did some exploring once i got to the site because i was kind of fascinated and it seemed to be um like you know helping writers and there were three different pages in this website that were like vocabulary lists and they were all had to do with sex for romance writers. Oh, and one was descriptive words. But the one that I printed out was lady bits and man parts. Oh, yes. But I, I do want to 
read some stuff that leads up to this because I know in particular that Pitney will scream. He will really, really love this. For research, I turned to my bookshelf, grabbing a 2010 Kieran Kramer Regency romance, a 2004 Julia Quinn Regency, a 2004 Mercedes Lackey fantasy. Oh my God, okay. Which happens, in parentheses, which happens to be my all-time favorite book and literally falling apart. Oh my God, what, I wonder what book is it? I don't know, it makes me want to look it up. And a 1989 Lori Grant I love, and I love it. She doesn't, she just says, a 1989 Lori Grant, as if that's a noun. Right. <laughs> uh, that I haven't actually read. That sounds so Verity Noslin. Um, yes, it does. And uh, fair warning, we're talking R-rated vocab here. Oh. Flee now if that scares you. Scandalous. Wait, start waving your programs. That's right. And anyone who's anyone who's listening. Now I will not read the whole list. I won't. I I but my god, you guys. Okay. Um Oh thank god I'm already excited. We're gonna start with Lady Bits, I think. The heart of her femininity. Her center. I've I've seen so many things that referred to her center. Her core. The junction of her thighs. Oh, God. Her flower. Her essence. Her entrance. Her sex. Her mound. Mound is always... Oh, mound is very common in romance novels. Right. Box. Oh, my God. If you you say box. box. (laughs) Now, keep in mind that that other article kind of refers to this as, oh, you know, if you're having trouble thinking of what to say, have more vocabulary words. You know, like, I don't know, make, make, uh, make flashcards or something. Um, crease. Oh. Slit. Slit. That's a bad word. Crevice. <laughs> sheath. Now, see, the weird thing is, like, sheath makes me think of a dick, but I guess it makes sense that the sheath would be her. Like if a dagger goes into a sheath. Oh, yeah. And I could see, you know, the manly sword going into the silky sheath. Oh, God. Oh, oh, I'm almost going to vomit. Pool of moisture. Uh, Oh. I mean, okay, honey pot. Now I'm, you know. hmm. Nub. Bud. The mouth of her arousal. Oh, God. <laughs> and then we go super, super um, scientific with vulva and labia, and you know, oh my god, are we? Are we? In- oh, and then the last three on the list: clit, pussy, and cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever use cunt as a, a word for a lady part. Use it for a stupid person, as it was meant to be, as nature intended. Oh yeah, because I mean, I could just be like, you know. Dude, I would imagine me... for a woman, some guy saying, "Give me that I cunt." I want to stick my cock in your butt. Give me that cunt. Ooh. Or like that other thing. Ooh, your cunt smells so good. God. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, yeah, and don't even use the word vagina in an erotic sense. I really yeah. want to put my penis in your vagina. 
Not if you don't want a lot of laughing. Are you ready for man parts? We're always ready for man parts. You know, you've got your usual. The package, the manhood, the member. Member. Oh, the member. I forgot about that one, yes. The member. Now, see, earlier she was the mouth of her arousal. Well, he has arousal. I guess his arousal doesn't... So, would you say his arousal went in the mouth of her arousal? That just doesn't... I guess you wouldn't want to use them together. No. His length. His stock. Ew. (laughs) His... His erection. Oh, that's, that's classy. His rod. His shaft. His lingam. They did have Yoni on her list, but oh, that goes with yeah. lingam. Phallus. Yeah, you're gonna use, you're gonna say phallus and scrotum. <laughs> his list. His bulge. The straining. The straining of his breeches. <laughs> that, that's not on the list. I just had to say. It. Oh my god! But it needs to be. I know. Like how? Well, I guess. I guess because it's not describing the actual part. It's the effect of the part. Oh, well, that's is true. Is the straining of the breeches. <laughs> but I do, you know, and it's upsetting that, that the man parts list isn't as fun. <laughs> his organ, his testicles, his penis, his scrotum, his sack. Sack. Don't ever say scrotum or sack. <laughs> Especially since, like, the only thing you could really say about a scrotum is it looks like my elbow. I mean, it's like, it looks and feels like my elbow. And that just reminds me, okay, this is just. And it needs lotion. I I have 10 second story and this is true. Please go ahead. And it's related. So you never say scrotum and never say balls either because it's stupid. But I had some one time at Charlie's. Imagine gay that. The uh-huh. gay, yeah, gay bar in Austin. I had <laughs> some oh guy God. came up to me. And literally this was his greeting. Didn't I lick your balls once? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not joking. <laughs> Did you ask him to bend down so you could look at the top of his head and see if it looked familiar? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm serious. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I just, you know, even though I'm, I'm, I've, I've finished with the list, but I really, really want to read this bonus paragraph. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, while researching this post, I read the grossest paragraph I've ever discovered on Wikipedia. The and the the similarity in the methods between kiss feeding and deep human kisses, e.g., French kiss, are quite pronounced. In the former, the tongue is used to push food from the mouth of the mother to the child, with the child receiving both the mother's food and tongue in sucking movements. Ooh, I don't like it. And the latter is the same, but foregoes the pre-masticated food. So when uh. you're kissing, there shouldn't be pre-masticated food involved, I guess. Continues. In fact, through observations across various species and cultures, it can be confirmed that the act of kissing and pre-mastication has most likely evolved from the similar relationship-based feeding behaviors. Ew. Ew. 
you know, and there's a time where science needs to shut the fuck up because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember reading once. You know how I've I've always had a an inexplicable. I don't want to say hatred. That's too strong. That would imply that I care enough to hate her. Just a weird feeling about Alicia Silverstone. You know, Alicia Silverstone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, from like Clueless and whatever. Yeah. Um, Years ago, I remember reading that she, she baby birded her kids. Oh, like it was all in part. It was all connected to like a thing about like some women who will like breastfeed until the kids like five or whatever, you know. Oh, my God. Do you remember that cover, that Time magazine cover? Yeah. God, that was gross. I mean, it's like there's I, you know, I don't know. I've I've read a lot of things about things that are connected with that. I I don't understand why the breastfeeding has to continue. There's other parts that make sense. But but the thing with her was that not only did she apparently i i hope i'm remembering this correctly actually i hope i'm not because it's so disgusting but that she in addition to continuing to breastfeed her kids past a certain age but she also baby birded food into their mouths Uh. and it's like they grow teeth for a reason oh let them chew up their i mean like, I mean, or maybe it's because baby food is mushy, so she decided instead of buying baby food, she would just chew up a mouthful of carrots and spit it in their face. I was just thinking of it just makes me want to vomit. It's so gross. It's literally making me want to gag just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, no. And when you think about the things that have been in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, honestly, honestly, there is no one that I... And would feel, I mean, close enough to know what I want bad enough that I want them to spit food in my mouth. Oh, hell no. No. I don't care. No. I, there, there's no one. No. I mean, if it's a matter of me living or dying, I will die. No. I mean, come on. Yeah. I'll be thinking people. of gross things in my mouth. Uh huh. Last week for I the think, first. I think we have found the title yes. to this episode. Uh-huh. Last week for the first time, you know, I've tried a myriad of dog food, but I've never tried cat food before. Why would you try cat food? Whose cat food was it? So when I was at Sarah's house. Oh, my God. I tried a little gourmet canned. Uh And I tried a little dried chicken. Was the gourmet can, was it a pate style or slices or shreds? No, it was like, yeah, I want to say it was like little shreds in a gravy. Okay. And you know what? It tasted just like dog food. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it, it's pretty much the same. Oh, I was looking for, you know, to give my dog a special treat. Spike was being a really good boy. We took him to get his nails did. And now he, he, has the pre- he has the little pretty feet, which is my favorite. Oh, God, that reminds me of something else. But Okay. Something about dog trimming as soon as I'm done with this. So we were walking up and down the aisles while he was getting his nails trimmed and... There's a surprising amount of dog food. I mean, like salmon, yeah. I've seen salmon in dog food for a long time. But all of a sudden, there's all this tuna. And I had to keep checking to make sure I was still in the dog aisle. For dog food, really? I I was like, I I don't think my dog... I mean, 
I don't know if I want to find out if he wants tuna. I, I don't know. Yeah, I that's weird. I haven't seen that. But, you know, but I have seen... But um, salmon doesn't hmm. bother me for some reason. Yeah. But maybe it's because I... Well, I like tuna, too. I don't know. Is it the, the Blue Diamond, you know, that brand of dog food? That's one of the good ones, yeah. Yeah. They have um, one that is real popular that's duck. Oh, he gets duck treats. And I was like, oh, I've never thought, I don't, all the dogs I've ever had, I don't think I've ever fed them anything duck, so I'm going to try a little duck for my dog. He gets, well, cause, because Spike, uh, because he doesn't eat that much, although he's been a very good boy and he's almost been emptying his bowl every day, which is still only a quarter cup of food for an entire day, but you have no idea how much food that is for him to eat. That's a lot. For oh, him yeah. Because he's, because he's teeny. And he's never done that in his life. Within the last couple of weeks, he's become a chowing down little boy. But um, he gets a venison and duck jerky piece in the morning. When, when we put his food bowl down, we throw that in there. Um, and he gets a chicken and salmon jerky. And he gets a beef and, it's a be- beef and lamb jerky. Oh. So he gets, he gets a little of everything every day. Gourmet. Well, you know, when a dog doesn't eat very much and every bite of food has to pack the maximum oh, nutritional Oh, God, energy. yeah. But I do want to say one other thing. So all I did was say, can we can we grind the nails down? Also, like, he has the, the hair between his toes grows at an alarming rate. Yeah. I mean, he's a floofy little thing anyway, but it's like ridiculous, like inch long. So, like, when she hands him back to me... um. She's kind of like, okay, we did his feet, we did his nails, we did the little the little hair between the pads of his feet, and then she gets all whispery, and she's like, I also trimmed around the back, and I'm uh. like, like what, like what do you mean? And she was like, you know, she was like, you know, or like on his butt, you know, to keep it from getting dirty, and I'm thinking he's never had his butthole trimmed in his life. Now I know Joxer gets his butthole trimmed. Oh yes, because he has to. Yes. Because because he's he's got poodle in him and whatever, and so his hair grows a lot. And he just but see, even though even though Spike is very floofy in the butt region, like a fucking alpaca, um, he's never had a poopy butt issue. Well, oh my god! So you know how he walks around on me, and so he's <laughs> yes. and, and much like a cat, he presents me with his butthole every so often. So now I got like a close-up view of the trimmed butthole of my dog. She, I think she used clippers, like a little tiny, like a mustache trimmer type clippers. Oh, and just went like, zzz, 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 yeah. in a little perfect little concentric circle around his little anus. And it looks really weird. And the thing is, okay, you got to be really close to see it. But now that I've seen it, I can't unsee it. Uh. <laughs> And I don't know why, I don't know why she decided to get up close with my dog's butthole, but there it is. Uh, That's never happened before. But you know, they need to do it, you know. But he never, he's, he's 12 years old. He's never had his butthole trimmed. Oh, well, see, uh, see, Jogster always has to have the Sandy clip. (laughs) Oh, is that what they call it? Oh my God. Yeah, the Sandy clip. I mean, he's never had a haircut in his life, Spike. He's a, he's a little floof. Oh my god. His butthole though it's like his butthole has a buzz cut. That's what it looks like. Maybe I'll take a picture of it. 
Poor baby. Poor, he's so embarrassed. But oh my god, he loves he loves when he has the pretty feet because then he knows how cute he is because he turns into a puppy when he has the pretty feet. He's not an old haggard dog anymore. He's got the he's got the little pretty puppy feet. Yeah, Justin just had his feet done, so Oh my god. So cute. Puppy whoppies. Anyway, I just thought you might want to know that Spike's butthole got the high and tight or whatever. I don't know what I don't know what to how to describe it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe yes, it. Yes, well that's important. I mean, I guess I don't have to describe it, but it's like I don't it's weird. <laughs> you know, and you know there's a business online for gay men. Oh, for like you can make a lot of money like shaving and waxing other gay men's buttholes. Do do men bleach their buttholes? Because apparently women do. That I've never heard of. It's like a really weird... I mean, because, you know, women have been waxing their assholes for... I mean, not me. Let's be clear. I'm not... No. Uh, But yeah, just because apparently for women... You know, your butthole can become discolored. I guess the idea is as as you age, but but I don't under I don't understand. How do you? I guess I guess the same way some people would like lighten their skin. I guess I don't know, but to me that just sounds like only like a stupid bimbo that goes to Coachella would do that. Oh my you god! Know? <laughs> well, you know, it's like in the women who do porn. I mean, I guess I, you know, I, what, what about, I wonder if, if a woman went to all the trouble to be waxed and bleached, would she want her man to be like, ooh, I love your slightly lightly colored, ooh, I see you had your asshole done. (laughs) Are you wearing your asshole different today? Have you lost weight? Your asshole looks lighter. Because you have to be... (laughs) A special kind of whore to have that done. Oh, man. I mean, come on. You know? I wonder if I know anyone. Like, because think about it. Like, we could, what if we know someone who gets it done and they just would never say it? Oh, I can't even imagine. Oh, my God. I, I just, I can't, I, see, and I can't even imagine. Like, even like the bottomest bottom. Like, the bottomest bottom in the gold lame short shorts with a whistle on a pride float. You know what I, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, like greased up and little gold lame shorts. No, short I can see them getting getting the wax, but not the bleach. Uh, yeah, I just can't. I can't imagine. You know what it is? It's white people nonsense. That's what it is. Yeah, to me, it sounds like Los Angeles bimbo Coachella twenty five year old bullshit. Oh, you know, I'm even imagining even worse. Like, so she's the kind of bimbo that does the tanning, but she doesn't tan naked. She tans, like, in a thong so that she has the very distinct tan lines. Probably. And that's that's why she's bleaching her asshole, because if she's going to have this continuous little line of not tan going down into her ass, it can't be interrupted by a slightly darker bit of skin because she went to all this trouble. I guess I can, that makes sense now. And then, really you does. know, and all the guys she fucks are stupid closet queen, douchey 
frat guys with that, all the, you know, with the frost and tip hair that are probably the, like looking at the ass, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and going, God, I wish it had hair on it so I could pretend you were a dude. Right. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Blah. I don't understand. And we may it. be wrong, but we're not. <laughs> that's, that's not how it goes. No. <laughs> <laughs> And we, and we may be wrong, but fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bitchin' Boutique. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they can play on our, their yes, shows. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do that. I think we should do, do it that. right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is, Spike. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... I can't do it now. I can't speak. (laughs) Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitchin' boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right. What do you want me to say? Whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in the next show. Diplomatic community. So, do you remember in the 80s, well, in the 90s, when the Doc Martens were real popular. Oh, yeah, because it was like late 80s, or it was like leading into the 90s. Yeah, and I have them, and I still, and I know that you still want some, so it is my fantasy. One day you oh. will get a box in the mail. Oh, my God. One day you will get a box in the mail. I want Doc Martens so goddamn bad. I've always wanted them. What is wrong with me? I know, and I know, you know, and I, I think, you know, because I used to wear them back in the day, so I, I need to get another pair too. Anyway. You had clear ones, though, didn't you? Was that I you? did. I had, I had the black leather ones, and I had like clear vinyl or something. Oh, I did. Yes, I did. And then remember, my ex had the metallic blue ones. <gasps> oh my god! Yes. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah. Those are so cool. Yeah. But anyway, apparently they're popular again. Oh, wow. Well, you know, which is fine. Are because, the 90s you know, back? I guess that's probably Everything right. comes around, Absolutely. but apparently they're popular again because, you know, working where I do and the store that I work in is by close enough to the San Jose State dorms. Oh, Where I get a yeah, lot yeah. of college students. Yeah, yeah. Especially Friday night and Saturday night. Apparently, college students don't go to liquor stores to buy booze. They go to Target. Does yours sell more than wine? Oh, I guess oh, God, it, I guess yeah. they sell beer, too. Oh, no. And we sell any kind of liquor you can think of we have. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like that's tel- California versus Texas, I bet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like whiskey, tequila, vodka, you know, whatever the fuck. Wow. So anyway, so I see a lot of kids. Yes. And I've noticed (laughs) a lot of Doc Martens. Right. Which is fine. And, you know, they're trendy now. And I, you know, I think that's great because things come back. But 
this bitch <laughs> in in front of me in line to get into Trader Joe's. Okay. Oh my god. Well, first of all, she's in line to get into Trader Joe's, so that always tells you something about her, right? You know. Well, you were in line to get into Trader Joe's, but that's not the point. Well, that's true. <laughs> As someone who has never been in line to go into Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. Me. I okay, but do, do you know, okay, okay. and I, I'm guilty of this. I am, I've am. i done this, but you know, there's something special about being lame and in your 20s and following a trend. And you want everybody to see it. So it's like you get a tattoo and you make sure that you stand like this, that, or the other. So everybody will notice your new tattoo. Oh, like when I got my tattoo of Snoopy on my shoulder and I started wearing like sk- like spaghetti strap things yeah, everywhere. Yeah, With all my skin hanging out, which it I don't need to be exposing skin because the sun doesn't like me. But I had a tattoo, so I had to. Yeah, yeah I, I totally or you know, that. you buy a new leather jacket and you want everybody to know and see your new leather jacket, even though it's ninety five out. You know, you know that kind of shit. Sure, absolutely. Well, this bitch with her new Doc Martens. Oh, so they weren't even broken in. Ugh, God. Oh no, they were brand right out of the box new. Not a, not a scuff on them. You could totally not a crease. tell. Oh yeah. And oh my God. Okay. So picture. Oh my god. Picture the stereotypical college student California airhead that people think about that do not live in this state, right? Okay. I mean, I I haven't been in California in a very, very long time, so I'm going to picture Austin and hope that that's close enough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Long hair parted down the middle in Ugh. pigtails with the knots, with the knots in the pigtails because, you know, she's so cool in indie. She's so cool in indie. Oh, my. So, like, kind of Bjork buns, but with a ponytail coming out of the middle of it? Uh, yeah. All righty. <laughs> okay. You know, and her layered tank top. Did you say she t- was blonde? Did you say? Blonde-ish. Okay. Blonde-ish. I just, my brain went straight to blonde. You know, and her layered tank tops with her, you know, mala bracelet and her necklaces. So she thinks she's a hippie, even though she's not. Oh, my God. Because she's trying too hard. Yeah. And then, okay, but then the rest of the outfit, mauve, mauve. Oh, God. Mauve fleece hot pants. Oh, my God. And to top this look off, a brand new pair of Doc Martens with no visible socks. Oh, God. And she kept, like, changing her uh, position. Like she was posing? She would go to one side and put the foot out vertical so you could see the side of the shoe. Oh, my God. And then she would go and go to the other side and kind of put her foot out so you could see the back of the other shoe. And it was so blatant her doing that. I just bought this new cool thing and everybody has to see how cool I am thing over fucking Doc Martens. Oh, my God. Was she like, could could you like see her eyes scanning to see if someone was looking at her so she could like angle it right at them? Because I always, whenever I see someone doing that, I always like 
pretend like I'm not looking, but I always keep one eye on them to make sure to watch their face. Oh, no, I didn't. I was just so, I didn't even pay attention to that. But I, okay. she probably was because it was so obvious she was posing so everybody could see her shoes. Oh, my God. But her so look was so contrived. And I'm willing to bet that she thinks she's the first person who ever had a pair of Doc Martens. Oh, yeah. Like, she doesn't understand that most of the people in that line are old enough that they wore them the first time around. Oh, yeah. And you could totally tell that she was, like, the kind of person that would, like go to Kerrville the first time ever, and then all of a sudden she's a hippie and wants everyone to know it. Oh, She God. was totally, like, that level of contrived. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, and just, oh, the mauve. I, I, I'm obsessed with the mauve. I, you probably didn't notice, but I'm willing to bet that she had nail polish that matched her shorts. Oh, I don't know. Probably. Because, oh, I'm sure. I, I, I'll, at the very least, her toenails did, even though you couldn't see them. Yeah, but but you know the personality, and you know just oh that wannabe. She was so wannabe. And was she there by herself, or was she there? You know, no, she, she was, was by herself, and you know, she was probably you know buying organic hummus okay. to meet her new boyfriend that she met two days ago, who's oh a hippie. God. You know, I bet I bet she smoked weed for the first time a week ago. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers. stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I just had this thought of the most the most 90s goth thing imaginable and it's something that I don't think ever actually happened but you combine the look of the giant cuff with the look of the pants that look like if you fell out of an airplane they would turn into a parachute oh yeah because they're they're basically like a big long skirt yeah and so you have like the, your pant leg is three feet wide and then you make like a six inch high cuff that you would have to totally sew to get it to stay. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of dragging the ground, it would be like an inch above your ankle. Oh God, I remember those and God were those stupid. Oh my God. I remember them. I what mean, were I... they called? Jinkos. They were Jinkos. Oh my God. God were those stupid. I can't, I don't even know where you would get them. Like, I never even understood how they actually existed I think you could buy them back then at Hot Topic. Yeah, that's true, because if you think about it, if you ever saw someone wearing them, you, they looked like they lived at Hot Topic at the mall. Yeah, and nothing said, arrest me for drug possession more than wearing a pair of those goddamn pants. (laughs) Yeah, that's, wearing those pants is literally... 
you know, that that's that's an invitation for a cop to search yeah. you because that's automatically suspicious behavior. It's so true. Oh my god. I mean, we used to wear things that looked stupid, but we never looked that stupid. I never had a pair of those. I mean, that is someone who's saying, "You know what? If you if you come at me, I can't even run away." Because oh, I, I would fall on my pants, so I would just crumple into a, a little fetal into the fetal position and cry. If you came and I at remember me, remember it was like f- part of the fashion that they'd be too long, so, so they'd the, be all tat, so all they'd be shredded. all tattered yeah. and kind of wet. And oh, oh they were always go. wet. Oh yes. Oh, so stupid. I, I'm willing to bet that that if someone put a pair of those on, and they went out and. Like, it hadn't rained in a while, so there were, like, no puddles to walk through. I bet they would, like, pour water on their own legs so that their pants could be slightly soaking so that they could pick up all the dirt as they walked because that was the look. Yeah. Because how can you be truly, how can you be truly emo if you're not damp? 